Hi, and welcome to Kindy Week in Review, your weekly look at all that's news in the world of kids, music, and beyond. I'm your host, Stephen Shepard. Thanks for tuning in. Let's begin. Looking at new releases, there are none out this week after a busy week last week, which included Recess Monkey's Desert Island Disc, The Sounding Joy, which is a holiday Christmas album from Elizabeth Mitchell and Friends, uh, several others. Next week sees the release of Bayes and his Silly Friends' new album, The Best Day Ever, and the new album from the Dirty Sock Fun Time Band, The Dirty Socks Come Clean. In terms of really good, really, really good kids' music, uh, last week, while I was gone, uh, the 2013 awards for the Fids and Camelie Music Awards, which is the collection of top 10 lists from kids' music reviewers, radio programmers, bookers, etc., from around the country, were announced, and Justin Roberts one for his album Recess. And so the top 13 were announced along with 10 honorable mentions. And so you can go over to the Fids and Camely website, Fids and Camely, that's Camely with a K, dot com, and find out all the winners. And really, these are the best of the best. We talk about how there's lots of really good kids' music, kindy music being released these days. If you had to pick a dozen or a baker's dozen of albums that were released this year, uh, these are 13 that would definitely make your family and just about any other family happy. In other news of praise, uh, Lori Henriquez, the Portland-based artist, announced a week or so ago that she had won the ASCAP Foundation's Joe Raposo Children's Music Award for 2013 for her song Something You Learn, which was uh, from her debut album from a couple years ago. This is a relatively new award, but it's got some kindy cred. Andrew and Polly won last year, and uh, Kathy Fink and Marcy Markser are among the small group of folks judging the award. So congratulations to Lori. And of course, congratulations to Justin and all the Fids and Camely winners, which included Lori. Staying on the theme of Sesame Street, because of course, Joe Raposo wrote many of the classic Sesame Street songs. Uh, there was an article on NPR last week that I found interesting. It was on how Sesame Street is turning to some Broadway composers to help compose the music for their songs. So just as Yo Gabba Gabba turns to uh, indie artists to put some music together for their um, and perform songs that the Yo Gabba Gabba folks write, Sesame Street is turning to some Broadway folks, but not yet Stephen Sondheim, (laughs) uh, to write music for their show. Uh, In terms of other long-running shows that uh, have a long tradition of excellence, um, the BAFTA, the British Academy for Film and... uh, the British Film and Television. There are two A's. I'm not quite sure what the second A is. Anyway, they're sort of the equivalent of the... uh, Emmys and the Oscars sort of combined, uh, they've got a children's awards that they've actually done as a standalone ceremony since 1996, so for pushing 20 years. Uh, They announced their children's award nominations earlier this week. Obviously, some of those shows are very British-specific, but some 
names like Peppa Pig and The Amazing World of Gumball, which, you know, you can see here in the States on the Cartoon Network. Those shows were nominated. And so if you're interested in what kids across the pond are watching, you could do worse than checking out the nominee list for that. That show is out on November 24th. And I just as a side note, I think that's really cool that they've got a show like that and wish there was something like that, not the Kids' Choice Awards, uh, which are fine, but I would I wish there was something in addition to the Kids' Choice Awards here on this side of the pond. In terms of new videos, Charlie Hope, who has a new album coming out next month, uh, she's released a her f- first animated video. It's called From Me, which is really cute. I've got that on the website. And uh, Justin Roberts is going to be releasing a video today. I mean, I seen it, uh, but by the time this is released, I probably will have. And it is for the album, for the song Recess, from the Fids and Camely 2013 award-winning album Recess. Uh, there was an article this week in Publishers Weekly which dealt with comic books. And I thought, I always find it interesting to read articles about kids related genres and other non-musical fields and see if there are uh, over, there's overlap or parallels to the kids music world it was interesting to read this article about how there are a number of um, comic books and authors that are attracting uh, increased popularity. They're targeted at kids, but there are a lot of adults that are listening to it, and I'm surprised, actually, that there isn't more of that happening in the uh, kids' music world. I mean, there obviously is for folks like me, but I'm surprised that there isn't some gaining some additional traction, you know, beyond, say, Yo Gabba Gabba, which has its own sort of set of uh, cultural indicators. Uh, in terms of a couple business, kids' music business news of note, uh, I did. there have been a couple new booking agencies for kids' musicians that have popped up here recently. Uh, there are obviously a handful of folks that do this and have been doing it for a while, but there have been a couple new folks that have entered the field. Uh, probably the biggest is Dandelion Artists from... The, from Sarah Watlin McCarthy, who used to book kids' shows, among other things, at the Getty Museum in Los Angeles. She, her roster lineup includes Justin Roberts and the Not Ready for Net Time Players, the Okie Dokie Brothers, Recess Monkey, and Secret Agent 23 Skidoo. Also, relatively recently, Rebecca Allison, the uh, blogger behind Kids Can Groove, has also started a booking agency, Little Cloud Management, and she has on her roster the pop-ups, the not-its, Randy Kaplan, and Alphabet Rockers. So if you are looking to book some shows from some fine kindy artists, you could do worse, much worse than turning to those two agencies. And finally, Kickstarter. Kickstarter is just blowing up. Well, it's blowed up for a while, but in terms of kids' music and kids' items, lots of stuff. Laura Doherty and Little Miss Anne successfully completed their Kickstarters over the weekend. Lori Berkner has passed her goal. The Kickstarter project isn't over, but looks like she's doing fine there. Uh, Phineas McBoof, he still has, Corey Cullen, and still has some work on getting that project funded. It's about 20% funded. He's making a big push. Mo Phillips is in the midst of his Kickstarter for his second album. Jason Didner and the 
Jungle Jim Band is actually using Pledge Music to try to raise funding for his first album. Longtime occasional kindy musician Peter Himmelman's making progress on his Kickstarter for a non-kids music album, and I'm a longtime supporter of the Lug guitar, and they just launched a Kickstarter yesterday for an electric guitar. Wow, eight minutes in, and I haven't even gotten to the chart news, so let's go through that really quickly. On the Billboard charts, the same top three as last week, Teen Beach Movie, Kids Pop 24, and 51 songs. Kids really love to sing. On the Amazon MP3 chart, it's Kids Bop 24, Little Mermaid, and Kids Bop Halloween Hits. There are lots of Halloween albums in there. Imagination Movers, Back in Blue, is at number 18. On iTunes, you can more see the presence of the kids' music. It is Kids Bop Halloween Hits, Kids Bop 24, and Kids Halloween Party Songs. Beyond that, Raffi's Singable Songs for the Very Young is in at number 10, with Best of Lori Berkner Band at number 24. On the Amazon CD charts, 100 sing-along songs for kids, which has always bumped around there near the top, but it is at number 1 for the moment, which is the first time I can recall seeing it there. Teen Teen Beach Movie is at number 2, and Raffi's Singable Songs Collection is at number 3. Some kindy favorites... uh, Music for Little People's Toddler Favorites, number 11, Best of Lori Berkner Band at number 14, Baby Beluga at number 18. And finally, album-wise on the CD Baby chart, Singing Our Way Through by Alistair Mook is, number, is up there. Still Quiet Place by Amy Saltzman, 15 Songs Every Kid Should Know and Will Love, and Seeds of Courage, Volume 1. Those are the top four on the CD Baby chart. Moving to singles on iTunes, lots of Halloween songs with this really weird Elizabeth Mitchell, uh, You Are My Sunshine, at number 11. And then in terms of Halloween, in terms of the Amazon chart, it also is a bunch of Halloween songs with Elizabeth Mitchell's You Are My Sunshine at number 12, just like a couple uh, spots behind the chicken dance. So it's like Elizabeth Mitchell is like the normal chicken fighting against the zombie chickens in terms of all these Halloween songs. I'm sure that will come to a high point by Thursday next week, and then it will all fade away completely. And then finally on the Kids Place Live 13 under 13 chart, uh, that uh, wasn't updated for a couple weeks, and so no updates there. Uh, I'm sure that will be updated shortly. So, with that long look at the world of kids' music, thanks for tuning in. As always, if you have any questions or comments, please send me an email, zooglobble at earthlink.net. If you listen via iTunes, please rate and review this podcast. It always helps to increase the visibility. And as always, I appreciate your time and attention. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next week. Bye.